Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. At the moment, I was able to put something like long and dangly in my ear and I'm like... <gasps> Gender. (laughs) (laughs) Rusty Quill presents Enthusiasm. Hello, friends and fans, and welcome to Enthusiasm, the show where we talk about a few of our favourite things. I'm your host, Helen Gould, one of the best Rusty Quillers, and today we're talking about... Style. And I am bedazzled to be joined by Annie, Marissa, Nathan and Sasha. As always, we shall introduce ourselves alphabetically. So, Annie, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Hi, I'm Annie Fitch. I'm an uh, audio editor at Rusty Quill. Sorry, I use she, her pronouns. I should have. I'm doing this out of order. I use she, her pronouns. I'm an audio editor at Rusty Quill. I'm the voice of actor on Stella Firma and a Twitch streamer among other things. (laughs) Don't worry about doing it in a correct order. This is a loosey-goosey show. (laughs) We can all be uh, as relaxed as we like. 
Marissa, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Yeah, my name's Marissa. My pronouns are she, her. I'm also an audio editor at Rusty Quill, and I also own a production company called Hemlock Creek Productions. Wonderful. Nathan, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Hi, hello. I use he, they pronouns, and I am your androgynous android game show host from the future, Nathan Blades, tabletop (laughs) RPG, (laughs) streamer, uh, designer, voice actor, and general internet 'er ne'er-do-well. Hello. (laughs) I do love your introductions, like... I still say them wrong wrong occasionally, even though I do them every time. (laughs) uh... (laughs) Uh, Well, I I have the... the, um, I'm lucky enough to have written mine down beforehand, Mm. so that's why I never get mine wrong. Um, And Sasha, what are your pronouns and what do you do? Hello, I'm Sasha. Uh, My pronouns are she, he and they. And I am a performing monkey with a typewriter. Uh, So I'm a writer, (laughs) a games designer and a voice artist and just a, you know, a a regular around these parts. (laughs) (laughs) My mood has rocketed up. I don't know if I'm ever coming down again. Okay, so... We have some some questions to prompt our conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start with a very broad one, which is, what does style mean to you? If no one wants to go first, I will say that, to me, style means a lot of things, but mostly is how I show who I am, how I'm feeling, and uh, it is a way to make myself feel good. Hmm... Yeah, that's the long and the short of it, really. And then you got to the <laughs> essence of that real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> Discussion ends. <laughs> Job done, then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, 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 no. I definitely, I definitely agree with the, it's, uh, the way of um, getting my vibe across to be understood by others in the most mm. uh, efficient yet ostentatious way possible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else want to talk about what style means to you as like a personal thing yes i do because i really loved what you were both saying about style being like how you present and express yourself to the world and for me that is Mm -hmm. that is it that is a big part of it but there's also an element of it's also been how i figured out who i am it's also been how i tried on different identities and figured out where i feel most comfortable and i think especially like when i was working out that i was non-binary because it took me a very long time to realize when I was working mm-hmm. out that I was non-binary, the like the key moment that really stuck for me and, and flipped something in me was when I tried on a different style of clothes mm. that I'd kind of I, I had used to wear when I was a kid and then had kind of like shoved aside in my teenage years mm-hmm. and my early twenties and then putting those clothes on, trying on that identity again. Mm. And just feeling something release. Yeah. I think that's very relatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, don't mean to go so heavy so early. In the- <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, absolutely. We're going to talk about style and gender over the course of yes. this. Because yes. I also have some. We are going to talk a lot say. about gender because I don't think any of us are cis no. on this call. <laughs> <laughs> also, Sasha, I think you were one of the first people I went to when I was trying to figure out whether I was non-binary or gender fluid or something. And I think I sent you my first attempt in which I'm wearing this little beanie hat and yes. like a, a red checked shirt and these massive baggy jeans. And like, 
that's so different to how I dress mask now. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that is just like a teenager. When I figured it out, I started dressing like how I did as a kid. You know, and yeah. I looked like I looked like some 90s Nickelodeon teen. Um, yes, but, I looked like I was an Ed, Ed and Eddie. <laughs> but it was so important to, for me to try on that identity in that way mm. and like reconnect to a part of myself that I thought I had kind of lost. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. how everybody says smells are so linked to memory like when you smell mm. something from your childhood you're taken back there immediately yeah, like for sure. me it's mm-hmm. it's not smells it's clothes yeah mm-hmm. i think that's actually a really fair point sasha because i had a very similar experience when coming out as non-binary when i was younger i definitely used to be very like oh fashion is like a girly thing and i'm a tomboy so i don't care about fashion <laughs> uh mm. and i found that like through exploration of different styles because i'd say my styles vary between like a 50s housewife and like biker gang (laughs) (laughs) but um you know i feel like actually i dress more you know in terms of dresses nail polish things like that than i did back when i thought i was this because i just feel more comfortable in my identity which is really interesting Mm. yeah because you don't um you no longer feel forced to do those things. Yeah, when it was like, oh, you should wear a dress because you're a girl. I was like, no, I don't want to do that. But now I have mm. like, you know, 40 dresses and I'm very picky about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> now you gotta. I would just be wearing a dress for no reason. Yes, exactly. Because the, the sheer range of um, uh, 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 of like femme fit clothing in terms of the cuts and styles for that are so broad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, Mm, it would have to be the right type of fit mm-hmm. uh, for, yeah. for anybody, um, especially if you're somebody like me who has a mask body. Uh, a lot of cuts of dresses don't work properly on my frame, so I have to kind of make sure that I find ones that fit correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially if you're a human noodle, six foot four. <laughs> <laughs> you're six foot there are four. Certain cuts of dress- yeah, I'm six foot four, probably even taller with the hair, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Having uh, this, this, this number is is, is a sleeveless turtle. Oh, fantastic! That I'm very rocking nice. today. Very nice. I, it's very I adore good. it. But uh, it is uh, clearly, clearly for for tall, skinny people. So I'm like, okay, good. Yes, <laughs> this one fits me. Good. But um, there are there are so many others that look really pretty, and then on me look like I'm doing bad drag when I just want to kind of mm. look effortlessly cool, mm-hmm. right? There's mm. that, that balance. I have the opposite problem where I I go to menswear departments and I'm like, oh, this is nice and this is nice and this is nice. But actually, I have to look for the things that are cut for a hobbit. Yes. (laughs) Mm. There are actually very few. (laughs) I refuse to look in menswear for stuff that I like because I can't be bothered learning a whole new sizing system. (laughs) I, I feel that the first time I bought a suit. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I was in a store oh. called The Modern Man. And I was like, please help me. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> suits, suits on the one hand, I can say. Um, suits were one of the things that actually was, was, was interesting to come to terms with with, uh, inter- with my like gender identity. Because when I, when I transitioned, mm-hmm. um, I started to, lo- to like, I didn't, 
I had a really slow and odd and gradual like transition in pieces where I come, came out to different groups at a time. And then when I would dress femme, I always felt like I had such limited opportunities to do it because I was only out to certain people that I would try to go mm. all the way to like a dress thing. And then when I dressed mask, if I had to be fancy, I would be in a suit. But I've always felt up until very recently like the two couldn't cross. Mm-hmm. And so like... Mm. Um, uh, oh, Annie, let me tell you the good news about glittery suits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wear, I wear like now, like only up recently, I've started getting really into wearing like suits just like in, in like a daily way. Mm-hmm. Like I wear blazers nearly every day now because I just love a, a good jacket. I always mm-hmm. have, but yeah. I, for some reason there was that disconnect when I was first transitioning. And then now it's like, like. I used to only wear, like, I would only wear a, a, a nice, like, suit jacket or blazer if it was, like, a fancy occasion, and I would always want, like, to have a tailored one, so I would have, like, one jacket that I could wear to any of these things, and that was all. Mm-hmm. And now I've just got, like, I've got three blazers that I cycle through pretty much all week, and, like, mm-hmm. I've got, like, I switched from wearing a lot of jeans to a lot of, like, slacks and stuff, mm-hmm. and, like... Once you, it's it's funny how once you like, f- you know, again from the the like the sort of trans perspective on this, it's like once you, once you transition and you feel like okay, now that I'm over wherever this other place is, there's like this specific thing that I have to do, and then once you've been there for a minute, you're like, nah, let let's just like yeah. widen that back out a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. push that back over here because I like this still, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very relatable. <laughs> I mean, one of the other questions I wanted to ask was, how did you develop your own sense of style? But it sounds like kind of meshing that into this section as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I uh, it's it, it's it's interesting because when I was younger, I uh, my my dad is, and I think he still is, a reasonably trendy guy. Or he had a really <laughs> well formulated sense of style yeah. and liked clothes and fashion. Um, Used to chop at Diesel a lot before they kind of like changed their their general like mm. uh, look at outlook in terms of how they styled their clothes. Anyway, um, mm. so I was basically trained to dress like him a lot. So I would basically wear what he was wearing in a slightly different size. Um, uh, we were both pretty tall, but you know, uh, it meant for a lot of the time, a lot of the clothes that I had were essentially clothes that he wasn't wearing anymore, and I was kind of getting them secondhand from him. And that worked for a decent period of time while I was a teenager and so on. But there was a point, like, you know, when you kind of hit university-ish, where it's like, oh, I can now wear whatever I want because I'm not going clothes shopping with my dad as, like, a casual family activity kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. So I can kind of wear whatever. Um, it was all, none of it was especially adventurous, I don't think. Uh, it was only, I think it was definitely after university that I was much more uh, experimental in, in the kind of clothes that I wore. Um, but... You know, we are quite literally a different person every seven years because mm. of the way that our, our cells decay and are reborn. Um, yeah, so yeah. In a in a heart, full ship of Theseus philosophical thing, <laughs> but it, it does mean that it does mean that you know that there's no reason why you have to kind of be the same style of person permanently across one's lifespan, or that you find one and settle into it permanently, and that's your style forever because you just become a different person so frequently mm. that. Kind Comes with also a change in style because I was very urban dandy a lot when I was like university ish, wearing the kind of like oh I'm gonna wear like the, the 
the kind of formal wear, but I'm also wearing high top sneakers, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and I still love that look. I, I still love that look. A lot it's of a the, good look. A lot of that stuff is really expensive. That's what I, I think that's what I'm trying to aim for these days as well. I'm, I like, I've got this velvet blazer on right now and mm-hmm. a shirt and then these leather look jeans and Doc Martens. Very nice. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yep. Sick. Nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's got to come with the, if you, if you can manage getting the nice hat, like uh, black Americans know how to get a nice hat. I don't know where I could get a nice hat here. My head be huge. I, I, this my head is too big. Me. My head is too big. No hat will suit me unless it's a beanie. You know, I'm sure that there are hats for our head sizes out there, but I would have to like go overseas, go on like an uncharted Indiana Jones looking journey across the globe to go find something that fits this globe that the rest of my body is attached to. Um <laughs> Uh, but yeah, these days it's more, much more witchy because uh, I, as a kid, uh, didn't know that black people could be goths because I never saw mm. one. Uh, <laughs> uh, so now I get to live out my 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 uh, teenage goth phase every day. I'm sad <laughs> that we don't have a hot topic because I would be all over that <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> Shameful, but I would, I would find some way to incorporate it. Um, this is from Killstar, actually, I think, which is, I guess, a uh, hot topic for fashion adults. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I guess I'm still still living that. So yeah, yeah, we're, 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 mostly, we're mostly like librarian goth uh, these days, I, I think. Oh no, there's a term for that. Dark academia. Dark academia. Which is, yes. I was going to get onto that because that's where I've been, that's the road I've been heading down with the like, the sort of like, oh yes, I, I had a friend when I first started wearing this like, the like, suits daily look that I've been mm-hmm. doing. I had a friend who I hung out with for the first time since I, I got into it who told me that I looked like a uh the like the 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 like third year professor that every everyone in the class of, of any gender has a crush on but nobody wants to talk about it and like give me this whole like descriptional <laughs> thing and I was like that's that's the aesthetic right there that's except the with more tattoos. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um Marissa, Sasha, any thoughts on how you developed your own sense of style other than what we've already said? I think mine was kind of like a very like abrupt development because I went for such a long time of just thinking that like maybe other than like earrings just being like, oh, fashion's not for me, blah, blah, blah. Uh, But when Mm -hmm. I went through university and started coming out both as, uh, you know, pansexual and as um, uh, non-binary, I kind of went through like a very dramatic, like going from jeans and graphic tees to cutting off all my hair and buying like a bunch of things at secondhand stores. And I'll be honest that a lot of it was pretty bad off the top, but it was really fun to get to actually play around and develop that sense. Um, especially in an adult where you can buy what you want. Yeah. (laughs) Mm I'm not I'm not at the cutting off all my hair stage now because I'm I'm currently in the growing my hair very long stage with these locks. Um mm-hmm. but when they are too long and I am bored of them, I will shave my head. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. I've I've oh I've always wanted to. Um, oh, shaving my head was so fun. Yeah, it was yeah. scary at first because you're like, yeah. what if I don't look good? And then afterwards you're like, oh, Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, Skunk and Nancy is out here just with yes. no hair at all, looking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, 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 absolutely. 
<laughs> Any other thoughts, Sasha? Uh, yeah, I feel like what Nathan said about style not being a fixed thing, you know, like I feel like I am at a particular point on my style journey mm-hmm. right now, but um, I am under no illusions that that is going to last. Um, mm. Yeah, I think for me, my kind of style evolution was a a little bit weird because when I... Okay, so when I was about 11 or 12 um, mm-hmm. and I was, like, not allowed to have gender feelings anymore um, but also was <laughs> starting to have a lot of gender feelings, um, <laughs> I also watched the films Legally Blonde and Miss Congeniality. Yes. And mm-hmm. those films are fantastic. They're brilliant films. I love them. Um, <laughs> and I think I kind of, like, watched these films and learned to admire a type of femininity that I had previously kind of just dismissed before. Mm. And um, so I started trying out girly things and it was really fun. And also I feel like when I tried out all these girly things, when I put myself in these like stiff vintage dresses or, you know, big makeup or what have you, Mm -hmm. it felt like, it felt like I was fooling people around me. Mm. Like for me, it's always been that like I look in the mirror and it feels like I am somehow failing at being a woman and I can't put my finger on why. Like that's how it felt. Mm. Or failing at being a girl because I was about 14 at this point. Um, mm. And so I just like, I basically lived 10 to 15 years like in drag <laughs> all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was really into like vintage 40s to 60s looks and like very strong silhouettes with like nipped in waists and pencil skirts or big circle skirts and little mm. little blazers and all, like high heels and all that. I absolutely loved it. And I made a lot of my own clothes. So I got very into like vintage repro patterns and things like that. Mm. Cool. Nice. And um, so I could go like as cartoony as I wanted with it. And I genuinely did have some outfits were like that were basically just drag mm-hmm. um, that I would wear just about the place. And it was great fun. And <laughs> it wasn't me. It was a costume. But it was a way of armoring myself against what I thought people would perceive. Sure. Um, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, but it was it was very playful because it wasn't I wasn't getting dressed to get dressed. I was creating a character i was presenting a front Mm -hmm. so it was a bit like costume design and Mm -hmm. um so i think now that i've kind of realized i'm non-binary and i've come out and i've kind of realized what's going on there Mm -hmm. um yeah now i think that my style i'm i'm still in a place where i'm enjoying being more low-key uh and for a while i kind of like shunned that but now i'm starting to like with the dresses thing like i now have four dresses for a while i was like no dresses they weren't me after all but now it's like no okay no they they were it's just that if i'm gonna have a dress it's gotta have a stretchy waist um mm-hmm. but yeah now i'm kind of i think i figured out i quite like to be femme in kind of a punky way with mm-hmm. an edge mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah um also i got really into weightlifting like six mm. months ago Ooh, so nice. um i've been really enjoying like sleeveless bro tanks and yes. I, have, I have developed this <laughs> yes. whole look that is like muscle tees and my arms will not be contained and i'm ready for the gym 
which is not not a look that nice. I've ever uh, considered me before, but I'm really enjoying it. It's a mm. lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I can relate a lot to the idea of using your style as like an armor against that. Like, but I yes. had I did it in a very opposite way of that, which was like when I started to have because even though I was like in retrospect, very clearly having a lot of like dysphoric feelings as a teenager, I didn't identify them until I was in my like early to mid twenties. Like I was very, very late to the game of figuring out what this was. I just kind of, even if I'd had a thing that would have made me realize it, then packed it away and forgot it for six years or whatever. Right. Mm. And so I spent um, uh, most of my life to this point dressing as like, as with, with with no thought put into it whatsoever as possible like i just wore mm. jeans and graphic tees every day for yep. decades you know what i mean mm. if i didn't have to wear something nice to go somewhere i wouldn't because if i didn't want to have to just like engage with that sort of thing yeah and i would think about it as being like well this is like i dress i dress for like comfort and i i put like you know like this the shirts that i have i like well enough so that's that's fine that's as far as i need to go with it i just want to be Mm -hmm. and then like sort of trying to now unpack all of that like i'm only really i'm very early on in in like self-discovering what my own style is because like trying to go back and unpack all of that like no i don't care about clothes at all this doesn't it's like well i very much did i just didn't want to so i forced myself to do nothing about it yeah 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 uh, yeah, I totally hear you on that. Uh, I'm thinking how much I did not... I knew this was going to be a personal topic. Mm. And oh. now I'm like, oh, actually, this is deeply, deeply personal. <laughs> oh, you didn't know how raw it was going to get today. I see, I see, I understand. Because, like, um, I have been lots and lots of different weights in my life as well. Mm-hmm. And that has always made my style fluctuate because for a long time I was having to buy basically an entire new wardrobe every couple of years, mm-hmm. either in mm. one direction or the other. And that really affected what I thought I could wear mm-hmm. too. And what would just be available as well, I guess. Yes, that yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I am finding now that it's a lot easier to wear what I want because um, online shopping is such a Mm -hmm. big thing, way more than it was like 10 years ago. Um, I went through a long period of like only getting stuff from eBay, but also um, I started working in offices Mm -hmm. and I had a very specific idea of what a person who works in an office would wear. (laughs) (laughs) So I actually, like, I was all skirts and dresses for a really long time. Partly because they were really easy to put on. Like, I wore a dress for the first time in a long time on Halloween. And I was like, oh, I just put one thing on and it was done. (laughs) That's kind of, I remember this. (laughs) Layering, I don't know her. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Although, like, that particular outfit, that was a dress and a crown and like a uh, faux fur, like leopard print stole thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, what was the point of saying this? I think the point of me saying this was that lots of things are going to affect your style in your life, and often mm-hmm. you don't realize that's what happened until you look back on it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Inciting incidents. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. yeah, and suddenly, suddenly you open your wardrobe and you're like, oh, when did this happen? <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you know what? I mm-hmm. think it's time to take a little break 
And when we come back, I want to talk about our favourite actual items of clothing and accessories and stuff, because I want to hear what we've all got. All right. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right. Back in a second. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. And welcome back. Okay, so now let's get into some of the nitty gritties. Who wants to tell me what your favourite item of clothing or accessory is? I am all ears. Ooh. Just one. Yeah, I didn't realise I'd have to pick one. Okay. Actually, uh, one no, we can to do three. That. We can do that because <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm actually wearing some of my favourite accessories literally right now. Um, the the earring I'm currently wearing, I think, is probably mm. one of my favorite accessories um, because just before lockdown started, we we we'll we'll, we'll 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 weave a very short tale uh, <laughs> okay. going going on one of the final gay brunches because uh, because pandemic was swiftly mm. approaching, not that we knew, mm. 
and uh, a couple mimosas in, a friend messages me. It's like, I'm going to be going into town uh, to do some fabric shopping. And also me and my friends are getting my ear, our ears pierced. Do you want in? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. I wanted my ears pierced for ages, but it would be, <laughs> I figured it would be really painful. I'm a baby and didn't want to do it. But the <laughs> idea of having a big dangly earring was like, oh, this is the thing that I think I would really enjoy. And the entire yes. process of that took forever for it to heal, despite me taking good care of it. But the moment I was able to put something like long and dangly in my ear, and I'm like, <gasps> gender. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's so much attached. gender in ear. Earrings. Mm, yes. mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and uh, this particular piece from Vitaly uh, was recommended by like a non-binary fashion YouTuber. Uh, mm. They dress mostly mask, but were giving a wide variety of different, because I don't wear much jewelry at all. And I was like, mm. I would like to. I'm, I figure I'm now in this stage of my life where having spent two and whatever years in the panini um mm. where i have basically abandoned all my fashion sensibilities i normally only wear dress shirts um I, I at some point i made a new year's resolution to just wear dress shirts more and t-shirts less and i just committed without thinking about it too hard <laughs> but when you are just rolling out of bed to your computer to work and then rolling from your computer back to bed again every day yeah. for a mm. long period of time the process of wearing clothes that are nice feels pointless mm. so yeah. i was just wearing t-shirts and pajama bottoms like for <laughs> a year yeah uh, so i was like i'm gonna buy a nice gender item for myself maybe now is the time where i care about jewelry and got mm. this it wasn't cheap but i was in the position to buy a nice statement piece i'm like no this feels great i don't normally wear necklaces this necklace is great yeah we love this this is now i don't get to wear it super often because i'm still in the process of hey i'm just in a work call on zoom y'all already know what i look like you don't need to see <laughs> Although I must say, for the period of time where we were slowly going back into the office again, I'm sure other people were like in a full work from home thing. And then mm. it was gradually to maybe working some days in the office. And then Omicron happened. Everyone's like, no, 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 never mind. But <laughs> yeah. for that period of time, I was coming in with the biggest earrings. I was dressing pretty mask, but I was kind of like, I don't need to explain he, they to you. So I'm just going to come in in <laughs> mask clothes, painted nails and a big earring. And y'all can do the mental maths. You can do the Sudoku. <laughs> Work out what's going on. It's like on an illustrated you. guide to pronouns. Just mm. <laughs> Gender is an endless Sudoku. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. Big dangly earring, favorite accessory. Excellent. You said in the break we were going to show some of our favorite things. So I've put mm. some oh, yeah. of them in a pile on the floor. And by put oh. some of them in a pile on the floor, I went past my laundry and picked up the ones that were in the laundry <laughs> and put those on the pile on the floor. And the rest, the clean ones are still hanging up. But Transplanted. Yeah. So I, the, the peninsula happened. And mm -hmm. then um, about nine months into the peninsula, I quit my job and went full-time self-employed. So Yay. I have A, no office to go to except my own mm -hmm. house right. and be no colleagues that I have to like look professional for so mm. I was spending a lot of time wearing my pajamas and then putting a big jumper over that whenever I had to go on a call um mm -hmm. so I got myself these oh I've lost the top Hang on. it's instead of a dress it's these like wide-legged 
Oh, wow. I think I've seen you Trousers. in those. Those look so comfy. This like long sleeve top. They yeah. match. They are in the softest fabric. And they've got this Aww. wide elasticated waistband and they've got pockets and they, they yes. actually look really stylish. Um, so that is, mm. I've brought these as one of my favorite things because it makes me feel like I've got a look even though it is mm-hmm. functionally exactly the same as wearing pajamas to work. <laughs> you're, you're giving it that Hugh Hefner energy. Yeah. 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 It's fine. I'm rich. <laughs> I think um, having a look whilst functionally wearing pajamas is the goal. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, Marissa, what about you? So, yeah, I've kind of been in a similar situation as Sasha, where I also uh, work for myself and work from home. So I've swung super hard into, um, like, body mod. So I have Mm. a tattoo, I have 11 piercings, and I have, I tend to go pretty hard with the designs in my hair, because it's, like, a way to show off style without, you know, still being comfortable at home. Mm. And also I have a picture of... My hair doesn't quite look like this anymore, but... Mm-hmm. Um, It'll be in the show notes. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I'm going to send these pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is my hair when I went to a fashion show. And for the audience, it's a bunch of leaves kind of Ooh. carved oh, into my hair. that's pretty. Um, to match Oh, you look great. Oh, no. So I I really like to match my hair and my drawers to my outfits, but even mm-hmm. then when I'm still working from home, I put a lot more attention into my hair and jewelry than I do with my clothes. Um mm. yeah. and I'm hoping that once Omicron calms down, A I can finally get a haircut because it's been two months, but B, I want more piercings <laughs> and tattoos. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Um so as half of you know, uh, my laptop currently is a little bit broken. Um, I spilled tea on it last Saturday. Oh. Um, and, uh, I knew it was broken, but I didn't know that's why. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> don't, I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Have it's dreadful that your laptop's broken. Um, and that is, um, the, the laptop is now working fine apart from the keyboard and the video call functions, which is why I'm doing the Skype call from my phone. Um so I took it into London on Saturday to uh, get it fixed. And then I was like, well, I'm in London on a Saturday, so I might as well do something. So I went to Camden Town, got a bit drunk and got a helix piercing. Oh. Yes. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, so um, my my headphones now have to sit a little bit oddly because I don't want to be putting pressure on it. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I want to also get more piercings. I, I, I've wanted an eyebrow piercing for a really long time. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that would really suit you. You'd look so cool. Yeah. I know. I know I would. My mum would have a fit. <laughs> <It's>, uh... <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Annie, how about you? A favorite item is, is almost more of like a category for me. I'm actually wearing one of them right now, which is I really enjoy very loud button downs. Yeah. One way or another. I like button downs with ridiculous patterns or with like... Because one of the things I've been having a lot of fun playing with is, like, being semi-formal in the way of, like, work stuff, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm wearing a button-down and a nice pair of, of like, slacks or whatever, 
no one can technically mm. get mad at me, but if I'm doing that in a way where it's also like <laughs> crazy patterns and something very expressive and not necessarily quote unquote professional, then I'm also mm. still, I kind of get counter that way where no one can actually do or do or say anything about it. So like the current shirt I'm wearing has like skulls and like, like spell books and like a bunch of witchy stuff all over it. And there's like little pieces of Halloween candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and um, I like wearing like, you know, I have this one. I've got like I've got shirts with like I got a, a salmon pink shirt with T Rexes on it. I have a mm-hmm. a navy blue shirt covered in bananas, like Warhol style bananas. Um, <laughs> I have a white high collar buttoned down with um, uh, trans colored roller skates all over it. Like Ooh. I just I try and find button downs with ridiculous patterns on them, and then put those in something that would otherwise be kind of formal and professional. That's one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. You are all so cool. <laughs> you all just told me about the coolest cool. things I could imagine. Helen, I brought fake PJs. <laughs> no, but that's still so cool. It was great and also very comfy. So yes. I am wearing most of my favorite things right now because mm-hmm. um, this is the first time I'm going out in London uh, not on emergency laptop repair missions mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> since before Christmas. And I've already mentioned almost everything that I'm wearing, apart from uh, I have a little rainbow belt on. Mm. And I have this necklace uh, that an ex got me from Brazil. And I was surprised at how me it oh, yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Mm. Pretty. Isn't it pretty? Um, for the listener, it looks a bit like a blue pokeball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 um, but it's uh, made of wood and fabric sort of melded together and it's a big circle thing that i like to wear mm-hmm. okay next thing which i know some some of us are very excited to talk about <laughs> i will talk about who like whose style do you admire like who is like a style inspiration Ooh. and i want to make a, a kind of distinction this can be either people who you want to dress like mm-hmm. or people whose style you admire but you know you like it's not for you Mm-hmm. I feel you. Oh, yeah. So it can be it can be either or both categories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, as, as a performer, I, I kind of define or describe my aesthetic as like a Grace Jones meets Max Headroom. Uh, oh, excellent. Which, uh, oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, like, uh, Nubian Queen also does not exist as a digital construct. Do not perceive me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, funnily enough, that, like, now I would probably say that my kind of, like, star, big star icon is, like, Dorian Electra, the, the like, hyperpop musician um, <laughs> who does really elaborate non binary drag king stuff with a very like sharp pencil moustache drawn on iconic love that but uh it was actually uh lenny kravitz that i think put me <gasps> on the style journey very that good. i currently am now um back in uh what 2012 when yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 2012 when the first hunger games movie came out Ooh. Oh. was not was not interested in the books but was like oh i like going to the cinema i'll go i'll go watch this movie of a book i've not seen and lenny kravitz with a really tasteful like gold eyeliner mm-hmm. and i was like mm. men can do that <laughs> he looks so cool <laughs> and yeah that just set me on the road to being the makeup cannon trash fire that i am today <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyone else want to share their fashion inspirations so i have um 
one that became an inspiration relatively recently. I went to this fashion show that was specifically for like trans and GNC models. Mm. Um, and the designer, there were two designers, but I specifically really liked the first one who was, I am Tony Long, um, who basically does like deep dives into LGBT fashion. So the show that I got to see was all about like flannel and plaid and (gasps) it was so good. I have a video that I'll send in the chat, but basically, (laughs) first of all, it was so exciting just to see like LGBT fashion being celebrated, Mm. but two. Mm seeing models of all shapes, sizes, and genders was really, really cool. And mm. um, that was the first time I'd seen that. So that was like, and especially because I was so nitpicky about what I wanted to wear to this event, it was the first time that I really thought about clothing in like, what looks good and not what gender are you? Um, mm-hmm. And like being able to see like mass bodies with like, you know, almost foot tall, like platform pumps and like, you know, <laughs> things like that. It was so great. So I would say that's like a current new inspiration. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. Annie, what about you? A uh, few different, few different, and, and, and none of them I don't think like, well, okay. The one celebrity one I can give, and I would be remiss if I didn't mention, is Lil Nas X. Mm. Yes. Oh, 100%. So just superstar. Just a, a master class in being able to embrace getting a little weird and almost confrontational with it because it's just what you want to wear. Like he goes, if he, if he wants to go over the top, he goes all the way over the top and then some, and it's really, I really have so much respect for that of just being like, Mm -hmm. like, let me just take whatever this look that I want to go with is and just make it as extreme as I can. And then more extreme. Let's just Mm -hmm. see what, see what comes out of that. I always really admire that. Other than that, it's all like, like, uh, my fiance is a style inspiration to me. She's very into. She's very like a very strong like cottage core lesbian. Like really strong mm-hmm. sense of aesthetic in that, <laughs> and it's 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 adorable and amazing. And I love her. Um, <laughs> um, and like, and then there's also this like I don't know. It, it all comes from these very weird like. Uh, it, it comes in bursts rather than as like just like I admire a whole person's style usually. Um, mm. So sure. like it's just like sometimes I'll come across like a just just somebody posting a selfie on Twitter and I'm just like that right there, like th- whatever <laughs> this is that you're doing that's that's a style inspiration. I'm just like save save, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, so I I think that yeah, uh, but other than Lil Nas X, I don't know that I have any like celebrity uh, inspirations. That's okay. It doesn't have to be a celebrity at all. I think it's really, that's really, really lovely that your, that your fiancé is an inspiration. That's so nice. <laughs> uh, Sash, anyone you want to name drop? Like Annie, I think a lot of my style inspiration tends to come from my friends um, or mm. my family or like who I'm hanging out with. Uh, like mm-hmm. when I came out to my brother as non-binary he asked me something about clothes and I was like, oh yeah, I think that my style is like you if you were a flamboyant gay man. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is true. (laughs) But also like when I've dated people, they've generally, like a lot of finding like a queer style was like I dated women and then I'd be like, oh wait, large khaki shirts. Yes, please. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I think in terms of, I think in terms of celebrities... If I could, if I could dress somewhere between Kate Blanchett in Ocean's Eight, Rihanna <gasps> in Ocean's Eight, oh. and Taika Waititi, <laughs> yes. then I'd be very happy. Mm. 
That, yeah. Oh my God, we're in an Ocean's 8. <laughs> yes. Yes. Everyone Just, in Ocean's 8 looked so oh, amazing all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. What a... Just the most fun... Like... I feel like there are so many films out there where, like, they're good, but they're not fun. Mm. Mm-hmm. But Ocean's 8 was so much fun. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not a great film, but it was fun. And it looked good. Well, everyone looked really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Clay Blanchett's look in that was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have realised, uh, now that I have to think about the question, that... Um, David Bowie has been like a big influence on how I would like to dress. Whatever. Or like all All of them. (laughs) Like, I think because so much of his aesthetic for a while was like just being like really glam. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love the idea of looking expensive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I love the idea of looking surprising. Mm Mm-hmm. So I have that on one side. On the other side, this is going to sound so weird, but I did have a while where I was like, I really like pirates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I want to have big billowy shirts and tight black pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I would like. I had such a pirate phase, <laughs> style-wise. Yeah. yeah. When I was watching Black Sails uh, last year, I was like, yes, they all look great. They're all covered in dirt and blood and everything, but also they look great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, what I want to close on is um, what advice would you give to other people who are trying to like develop their own style? Um, mine would be that eBay is your friend because you could pick up so much <laughs> stuff for just like 99p. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if anyone else has any advice. Sure. Uh, I would say that the trick to fashion and style is uh, making cheap-ish look expensive. Uh, You don't need Mm -hmm. to buy big brand. And I say this as somebody, I've I've promised myself that when one day I'm earning big money, capital B, capital M for being an entertainer, I'm going to buy myself a (laughs) pair of Louboutins and then everything will be set. But until then, (laughs) until then, cheap-ish... Um, and that's within your means because, you know, uh, while, while yes. uh, the world of fast fashion has many ethical considerations and stuff about that, sometimes that's the only way that you can buy clothes that look nice for your own budget range. And that is OK, you, you know, buying yeah. clothes within one's means. If you can thrift, absolutely. Uh, I can't thrift because nothing mm. is in my size. Um, uh, it, as a result, I learned to sew. But again, not everybody is in a position to be able to do those bits and things. So, yeah, you know, find cheap clothes that make you happy and then that will become a style in itself even if it doesn't make sense within those pieces uh yeah yeah yeah. i do want to add an addendum on that which is if you can afford to don't skimp on shoes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or at the very least learn where do the comfy ones like Mm -hmm. yes yeah uh anyone else i think that my advice would be um like, don't be scared to try things on at a store that might not normally be your fashion mm. style. Because there's definitely yeah. been times I've gone to a store and I'll pull something off the rack and be like, oh, this looks, you know, kind of ridiculous. But I kind of like the pattern. And then we'll try it on and be like, oh, this yeah. looks great. Like, I'm going to get this. And I think, like, without having <laughs> that sense of adventure, you're going to kind of, like, limit your sense of style before you get started. 
So, mm-hmm. like, don't be afraid yes. to try things on, especially, you know, in stores, because you don't have to buy it. But maybe you'll find something that is completely mm-hmm. out of your comfort zone, but you think looks nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine would similarly be try on a bunch of stuff. Just try on so much yes. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. put all the stuff that you try on with all the other bits that you try on. Put everything together. But it really only works if you've got enough willpower to not then buy all the stuff. Yeah, that's the hard yes. part. Which has always been an issue for me. Um, but yeah, like try on a bunch of stuff. And I think also, I'm going to try and phrase this. It, the problem is this bit of advice mm-hmm. sounds like really bad advice. Um, it sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like um, you know, when people say like, oh, choose clothes that flatter your figure. And they always mean a really mm. specific thing with that. And mm. I, mm-hmm. I really yeah. want to be upfront that I'm not, I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is work out how you like things to fit your body. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if yeah, something doesn't yeah. fit like that, don't get it because you're not going to wear it. Mm-hmm. Um, like whether it's about how it looks or how it physically feels on you, like figure out what fits you the way you like to be fit mm-hmm. and then get things like that. I think that's actually a really good mm-hmm. point, yeah. Because whenever anyone says uh, get things that flatter your figure, they mean make yeah, you exactly. look yeah. They mean make yeah. just as long right. as you look that's small not... and in these particular proportions <laughs> that we have designated correct. Right. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that at all. <laughs> yeah, and I and I know you don't, but it also makes me laugh these days because I'm like, nothing's going to make me look thin. No one is going to turn around and be like, oh. <laughs> so, so instead, I try to go for like um, striking mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. imposing sometimes, and that sometimes some days I want to look like intimidating and confusing mm-hmm. to people. <laughs> yes, and I think that's very valid yes. of me um annie what about you um first i i just yeah i also want to echo the fine thing find figure out what it what the way you want clothes to fit your body is and then angle for that because it also that was one of the things it took me forever to figure out exactly how i wanted clothes to fit me because i was kind of locked into the idea of of like the societal norm of a flattering mm. flattering your figure or whatever mm. once i broke out of that found what I actually wanted my clothes to fit me like now all of a sudden I have this guy to go off of and that's really helped me find stuff a lot faster. The other thing I was going to say is uh, my advice to anybody who wants to to experiment with style is be weird. Mm. Find whatever you think other people will look at you and think you're weird or find whatever you look at and go, oh, I want to try that on. But mm, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like, don't run from that impulse. Run towards it. Mm -hmm. If you see something Mm -hmm. that you're thinking, I want to try that, but I don't know it's weird. Go straight for that and find more things like it. Do the thing that is weird because then and like try it on. I don't necessarily mean you have to spend a bunch of money being bizarre with your fashion, but but find the things that you feel weird or that you think other people will look, think look weird on you and try them on anyway. Yes, try them out, give them a spin, and like because that was sort of how, like the the freer you can get yourself from like expectations or like like learned like routines and habits of it. And the broader you can go from there, the the more chance you have of actually finding a style that works for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. The <laughs> amount of time that I wasted trying not to look tacky haunts me, yeah. honestly. <laughs> now I love to look tacky. <laughs> yes. I've also just realized that I have another practical tip, which is, um, so one of the things that I do is I will comb through uh an online clothing site in whatever category i'm looking for Mm -hmm. and i'll bookmark anything that remotely interests me 
And then a few days later, I will go through and I will eliminate mm. those bookmarks mm-hmm. based on whether I still like them. Mm-hmm. And also basically on that Marie Kondo thing of like, does it spark joy in me? Mm-hmm. Like, do I, right. can I imagine myself wearing this and does it make me yeah, feel yeah. good? And um, and that helps a lot. A third category to <laughs> add to those two, I think. And it's helped me when I was like, oh, I can buy statement items. And then you fall into the trap mm. of only buying mm. statement items. Yeah. Um, which is like, <laughs> yes. I need a black t-shirt. Where? Mm. But yeah, so the, the idea is like when it comes to something that's like, oh, this is weird. And maybe I'm a little intrigued. Uh, the little thought process mm. is like, can I think of three outfits that I can incorporate this in with my existing mm. wardrobe? Because oh, yeah. if I can't think of three, then that really narrows down the number of opportunities I'm going to wear this item. And if that item is like a luxury mm. one, why buy a luxury item? You will never find an outfit you can wear it with um sure Mm. so yeah yeah make that little mental like vision of kind of like oh this is super sexy or this is super stylish uh what other items can i pair with that like i'm looking at the uh list of clothes in animal crossing and throwing them together I can't believe that's the first time that we've said the word sexy on this. On I, this, I was I way, I was weighing it up of whether that would like trip word senses that you're kind of aiming for or not. So I resisted. Sexy is okay. not a swear word. We can absolutely say that. Um, and yes, looking sexy is also can is also very valid to feel is important to your own sense of style. And um, one's definition of sexy can be whatever mm-hmm. you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, we're now out of time. I don't, this is this is this might be my my favorite episode so yeah. far this season. <laughs> this has been so good. Thank you so 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 much for coming on and talking about this with me. I've had so much fun. Um, thank you, listener, also for listening. I'm going to see you in the next episode. But for now, it is goodbye from me. Goodbye, and it is goodbye from everyone else. Do you all want to say goodbye? <sighs> Bye. Farewell. Bye. <laughs> Enthusiasm is a podcast distributed by Rusty Quill and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share-Alike 4.0 International License. It is directed by Helen Gould, produced by Lori Ann Davis, with executive producers Alexander J. Newell and April Sumner, and edited by Marissa Ewing, Tessa Vroom and Catherine Minella. Thanks for listening. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode.